Let's talk fantasy football today. How you doing, Brian? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, what have you been up to since we uh, since we last met? So I think the biggest thing that's happened the last week. So we have a. Um, I'm in a like it's a volleyball league. I think I've talked about. It. I'm not sure, but basically it's like a it's a worked volleyball league. But like the other teams we play aren't worked teams. If that makes sense. Yeah. And. And so a couple weeks ago, we played against these uh, two girls. And, and we'll, like, don't get me wrong, we're competitive. Like, we're 500. We don't win every game. We don't lose every game. About 500. Let's go. We played the five. It's a 6v6 volleyball. And we, have, we had five people show up. The other team only had two. And it was two girls, right? And mm-hmm. so we were just thinking, well, we're just going to destroy these girls, right? They absolutely wrecked us. <laughs> like, like beat us yeah. like 25 to 10. Well, yeah, they're and girls. We, they, they've probably been playing volleyball their whole lives. Yeah. And anyway, so like, we're like, well, that was kind of depressing. But like, it was, it was kind of like a, like there was this one that literally like would like dive for the ball out of bounds and get up and spike it on us. <laughs> and we were like we don't even know what to do well we played the same team this week yeah and they had but <laughs> i was literally worried about me coming out of there without a bloody face yeah what was the it was score? that was like 25 15 we actually did better yeah but yeah, it was that's good you're improving the spikes were insane from the other team yeah that's funny. What have you been up to, Logan? Uh, well, let's see. I a whole lot. I went camping this weekend. Just it's probably the last camping trip of the year uh, here in Colorado. It's gonna start getting too too cold and too uh, and start snowing up in the mountains. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I don't know. Pretty uneventful. It was uh, you know, just been gr- on my fantasy football grind, you know. Studying and uh, you know trying to improve my team, you know getting them to you know getting them to all pay attention in the uh, in the film room, uh, you know all just just uh, you know give give it one hundred and ten percent on the practice field, you know it's uh, you know we're really getting down to it in the season, so all, all the all the details are really important, you know. Week week four is where the practice really comes to play. You know, you yeah, got exactly. the momentum from the off season. It's all about that practice. Mm-hmm. Well, so and yeah, and in our league, it's kind of uh, the first three weeks are the uh, you know it's kind of the opposite of college football. The first three weeks are the conference schedule, and then the rest of the season is basically non-conference. So uh, we're yes. really we're really just now entering the uh, the non-conference schedule, which uh, you know. So I need to be. I, I went three you know during the. Uh, during the conference part, but now I need to uh, make sure I, I, you know, do good as I start playing these teams that my, my players aren't quite used to yet. But, uh, well, there's a, there's a third member of the pod here. He's, uh, he's been, he's been pretty quiet. He's, he's been very respectful of Brian and I's stories. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's Caden. We're, uh, we're, we're very happy to have him. It's Caden. Uh, were you only on the pod one time last year or were you multiple times? Caden, you there? 
He is being very, very respectful. That's why he's being so quiet. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I guess it. I guess it turned off on me. But yeah. No, I was only here. Uh, I was only on the pod one time last year. Okay. It was uh, me, Brian, and Jake. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, it was like week two. I think it was legit. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, the first guest. It was pretty early, and it was. No, I, think well, East, I remember Easton was first guest. I remember that. Uh, okay. I think I think that's right. We, yeah, I, I just remember we talked for a long time because I was at my in laws, and my wife went to bed <laughs> while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. how every pod has gone. We're like, somehow you look up and you're like, holy. Yeah, yeah. These pat the the all all three pods so far that are have we been three or just two? Three. Yeah, right? this is this is the fourth. Yeah, so this, this is three. This is fourth. Okay. <laughs> I, I, th- I think this is number four. Yeah, I think yes. the I think the first three were uh, I think we're all over two hours or they're right at, at that least, mark. Maybe close to it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. We try not to have to go over that. Two hours is already pushing it. We try not to go further than that. Caden, have you listened to the pods so far this year? I haven't had a chance to this year. I've been super busy at a uh, new yeah. job because I, I took yeah. I took the head coaching job at Seminole yeah. uh, High School, and it's just been it's been hectic learning the new schedule. But yeah. I've been trying to catch up slowly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So yeah, you know, that's kind of two things before I go on to that. That's kind of interesting because we're getting like 10, 11 plays, and I know me, Logan, Caden, and Jake have not listened to it. Really. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I'm assuming I don't think Easton probably hasn't. I was like, I had to force him to listen to it a couple weeks ago. I was like, I was guilting him, asking him why he doesn't want to listen to the podcast that his brothers are on. I'm sure Dad has not listened to it. Yeah, so I, there's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. we, we have. It's to have just some, going worldwide, guys. We, got, we should. I should. We should like. I don't know. Maybe we should like put an email address on here. Like, I might do this next week. I'm gonna make an email address and, <laughs> and put, put it on here and say if you're if you're a weekly listener and you're not in this league, <laughs> can you please send us an email? <laughs> let, I, let us I, know I, why why'd you choose this pod? <laughs> yeah, like what are you getting out of this? <laughs> They're getting some great commentary because honestly, yeah. we are uh, great comedians, etc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. So, Caden, you said you're the head uh, basketball coach at Seminole. How's the team looking? I think we're gonna be pretty good this year. We're uh, we're really young, man. It's it's gonna be a growing year. We've got like I don't want to say twelve sophomores and like five seniors and a handful mm-hmm. of juniors. So we're we're gonna be young. We're gonna be leaning on those sophomores. Uh, you don't have to say, but one specific player that you think could. Uh, emerge out of the uh the high school team uh for this year like our best player is gonna be a guy named euro he's about six three big long lanky guy can shoot handle it real well uh beyond that though there's a few guys who have some potential just to become more and and just take a few steps this year nice nice awesome all right it's always fun back when i was yeah i was was telling logan that uh I, w- I wish that Seminole and Newcastle played each other because that would be a – we would have to get some FAB on the line if uh, you and Easton uh, got to <laughs> yeah. coach versus play against each yeah. other. Well, is, is Easton a senior this year? No, he's a junior. 
Well, maybe I'm in charge of scheduling, so maybe I'll reach out to the Newcastle coach to see if we can get something going next year. You should. You should. <laughs> I will like. I will support, and I'll buy like a Caden versus Easton shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fly in for the game. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to see that. No, Brian and I used to be assistant coaches on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this on the pod. Our dad was the head coach, and we were the assistant coaches for Easton's uh, like ten year old basketball team. Might have been younger than that. How old was he? Yeah, I think I he was like... No, he probably would have been. Yeah, probably about nine. I think it would have been nine. Yeah, um, yeah but either, either way. Um, and, and it was, it was, it, we did it for two, two years on this one team where like, and they kept most of the players, almost all the players together. And it was so fun. Uh, like, That's awesome. See, it was like, so, you know, it was so fun just doing it like as a family, but then it was so also so fun, like seeing the players, all these kids like get better between like when they first, and obviously not all of them did. I mean, they pretty much all got a list a little bit better, but some of them got like quite a bit better between over like the course of the like two or so to, so years. And that was just, it was a lot of fun. So I, I, I can't imagine, I bet being a high school coach is like so fun watching the, the kids improve over the course of four years. It's, it's going to be cool. It really is. I mean, I, where I was at before I, I was, I had worked with those guys even while I was in college, like during the summers, I would come home and help, help coach at summer league games and whatnot. But I, I got to see the seniors, not last year, but the year before. I got to see those guys from when they were freshmen all the way through and just seeing those guys grow and mature as young men. And it's, it makes you really proud of them. And it's, it's yeah. just awesome to see. Yeah, that's cool. Well, other, other than your coaching, other than your career, you've been up to anything else since you were last on the pod a year ago? Not really. I mean, we, we moved out to Seminole. So that's mm-hmm. still with my career. So we're getting adjusted to life out here now, yeah. which. Technically, we're in Tecumseh, but, you know, it's close enough. Um, other than that, I mean, we got a new dog. His name's Coda. He's a crackhead, but we love him <laughs> to death. <laughs> he, uh, we're trying to experiment into breeding chocolate labs. And so Man. he's he's about one year old, and we're going to use him for that. Nice. That's exciting. Make some, make some money with that, a bit. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be um, ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the um, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, nice. Well, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to push this too late in the podcast. But uh, I know Caden and I were uh, were texting earlier, and uh, we wanted to have some trade talks on the pod real quick. Oh man! Yeah, we thought it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. So this it hasn't. We haven't talked about much so far, but so. Caden texted me on Sunday about nine minutes before the game started and said, what would you want for Jalen Warren? And I texted him later and said, I'll let him know after the game tonight. And then I asked him today, what, you know, if he wanted to send me an offer. And, uh, he, uh, and so he said, so far he said, how's Wandale sound? So that's, that's how far we've gone so far. So now I know, why Caden wants Jalen Warren, and that's because he played for Oklahoma State University. I um, gotta collect all the OC running backs in the league. Right, right. First Chuba. <laughs> yeah. First. Yeah. Well, first Justice, first Justice Hill, now Chuba. Mm-hmm. Then we're then we're going for Jalen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, all right. So, you're offering Wandale. I gotta be honest. Is that still your offer, Wandale Robinson? As it sits right now, yeah. So Wandale, I I would say 
I just don't have a lot of belief in a five foot eight receiver who's coming off an ACL tear. He's so fast, though. He's fast, <laughs> but you know who else is fast is Marquise Brown, and he's a similar size and has not had an ACL tear and has not found a lot of success in the league. He actually has had an ACL tear. Did, oh, yeah, you're did, right. Did he? Yeah, was he that when he was in college? Or? He, no, no, it was, it was it, like it was last in, year. It was, yeah, it was last year. Really? I about that. Yeah, but either way. Um, it, well, okay. But anyway, before that, he, he spent more years in the league, like, you know, without one than Wandale did and, and you know, didn't have uh, – didn't find a ton of success. So, that is to say, I, I'm not, uh, not a big believer in Wandale. But <laughs> I uh, if I was – I don't know. Jalen Warren, I like him because he's uh, – I don't know. He's. I think he's eventually going to get the starting job in Pittsburgh. Because every time I see a clip of Najee, it looks like he's. And people overuse this phrase, but it literally looks like he's like running in quicksand. It's. It he it looks like he's running like, like I think. At least twenty five percent of the members of this league could beat him in a foot race. Is how slow it looks like he's oh, yeah. running. I, I fall in the 75% that couldn't beat him in a foot race. So. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure we, I'm sure we could. But he, 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 is, he looks very slow for an NFL running back. So I, I really think that Warren's going to get that job eventually. So for me, I'm not in a huge, I don't know. I'm not like in a huge rush to trade him. Like I'm, I'm, you know, perfectly comfortable kind of sitting yeah, no, and seeing what happens. Yeah. So I don't know. So if you're wanting for a cheap, I'm you know for someone like like Wandale, probably probably gonna have to wait on it. But if uh, and the I hard thing, on how much you're willing to give? No, yeah. Like like I said, the hard thing is it's just he's not that starter yet, mm-hmm. and so and there's no guarantee he will be. Like I said, it you, you you feel better about his explosiveness than which is so surprising to say than uh, Najee Harris, mm-hmm. but. At the at the moment, they're still giving Najee that right. that RB one role. Well, that's, that's true, that makes yeah. it hard. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I'm looking at your team. I just realized you have Dax Hill on there now. I didn't. I didn't realize you picked him up. You had another yeah, cowboy. He, no, not Dax. No. Dax actually didn't. He went to yeah. Michigan. Oh, I'm, Michigan. Think, I'm getting. Oh, I'm getting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm thinking his. This is. Yeah, yeah it's just his little brother. Well, Broke yeah, our hearts because yeah. we we were excited to have him and mm-hmm. he just didn't I come. I forgot about that. He's actually done really good this year. Yeah, I know he has. Daxdale has. Mm-hmm. Did, did, he, he did something. Did he have an interception yesterday? I can't remember. He did something. I guess he Nobody had a sack. Had a sack. He, he had eight sack. tackles yeah. and a sack. Nice, yeah. Eight tackles. That's a lot for a safety thing. Well, my two, my two DBs I have had eight, sack, or eight tackles, and then the other one had 11. Oh, wow. Brian yeah, Branch yeah, had 11. Yeah, and two passes defended. Look at that. Wow. All right. Well, do you want do you want to continue trade talks, or do you, are we just too far apart on a trade? What do you think? I mean, what would you what would you be like? Hey, I gotta have this um, for him. I mean, honestly, I I don't. There's no one like really outside of like one of your quarterbacks. And obviously, if we did a quarterback trade, it wouldn't be like. A straight swap, but I, I I'll give you Zach for Jaron. 
Well, okay, not that quarterback. I don't. Want <laughs> <laughs> okay, I meant one of your start, one of your starting quarterbacks. Uh, or, it, uh, it was right there. I had to say. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Or, or Jordan Love, but uh, outside of one of them, I mean, I just don't think. I don't know. I'd probably be. I'd probably want a pick or, or something. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, because I mean, just with like how my team is right now, I just don't see a lot of your players like helping me this season. Yeah. And I mean, at most, like I'd be willing to give a second. That's yeah. Later, mm-hmm. like I just, I just couldn't give a first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, hmm. Well, let me th- let me think on it. Maybe I'll maybe we'll return to it later in the pod. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could always think, come back to it. Yeah, I'll think about it. All right. Well, that's that's been our our Logan and Caden trade talks. Our first, our first, a very exciting trade talk. Yeah, our, I, I, our, I, I, I hope we get a. I mean, trade Zach, I mean, Zach Wilson got mentioned, so I mean, come on, it's got to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Hey, last awesome. week our trade talks derived to an actual trade being completed later in the week. That's true. Yeah. With uh, Kyron Williams. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that get for you for the draft capital. Yeah, well, hey, hey, save it for later in the pod. All right, we got we're gonna we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, real quick, we got to recap the matchups. We don't have to – since Brian, Brian's – Brian, are you still driving home? Yeah, I got about 10-ish more minutes. Okay. Well, uh, so, I guess we'll – I can kind of go through these real quick while Brian's driving home. Um, the uh, the first matchup was uh, myself versus my co-host here, Brian. Um, I beat him 172 to 131. This one, you know, Brian's still tanking this year. Um you know, and I'm I'm contending, so it wasn't wasn't a huge shock. Although Brian, I, I would say 131 is like pretty good for you. Yeah, it was. Um, I, so I'm actually I'll say it later, but uh, definitely. I, I, yeah, well, yeah. Go ahead. Not at the bottom of the standings anymore. No, no. Um, I uh, and I yeah yeah we'll talk about standings later. I I I was looking at like for for one of the later segments. I was kind of looking at some of the scores from last season, and there was one week you scored 49 points last year. I think it was might bad. Been, yeah, so I was just so for you one thirty one this week. It's it's uh, you know it's, it could be a lot worse. I would say. Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I and yeah, I just the I also had a, which I don't think is a good thing, but I was like the most efficient manager this week according to Sleeper. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> I well, don't think great, that's yeah. uh, necessarily a good thing though. Yeah, great roster management. Yeah, it's because the players on your bench scored. Very few points. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Al Marvin Mims actually did pretty good. They just got to bone the ball more. Have exactly. you guys been seeing those those stats on Marvin Mims? He's averaging oh. what, like fifty yards per catch. Yeah, yeah, and like in uh, like seven and a half yards per route run. But they're just like it's not nice. they're not putting him out there. But it's like every time he's on the field, he's just he's so explosive. I saw so. memes were like, "How can we fix your offense?" Besides, put Marvin Mims on the field. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I saw one that was the um, the the Moneyball meme where it's like Jonah Hill talking to um, to Brad Pitt, and he's he's uh, like he's like, all right, he's the most explosive play. He was highly underrated in college, and he's the most one of the most explosive players in the league. His flaw, you won't play him. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. <That's... laughs> Uh, but yeah, so 
Um, anyway, I guess, yeah, we'll move on from that matchup. Um, the other in uh, – also in the – what's the name of our pod, Brian? Hubble's Bubbles. Yeah, Hubble's Bubbles. The other, other in the Hubble's Bubbles pod was uh, Jake versus Jason. Um, and uh, Jake – Jake beat Jason pretty easily. Um, this was a little a little sad for Jason because, you know, as we talked about, he was hoping he'd kind of be able to make a playoff run this year, but currently he's sitting at one and two. Um, he only scored 122 points this week, so a little disappointing. But he is having some, some good performances from um, play, players like C.J. Stroud, who looks like he's going to be uh, really good for him. Um, he has uh, looked really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he's got uh, Aiden Hutchinson, who I think is going to be able to be his D-line player for a long time. Um, he scored 21.5 points this week, so definitely uh, definitely looking good. Um, Jake, on the other hand, he just kind of had an all-around good, solid week, um, pretty consistent. Uh, had I, one, one player we haven't really talked about that's done pretty well this year is Kenneth Walker. Um, which is like I know based on how he did last year is not surprising, but for some reason it felt like so many fantasy analysts were talking about Zach Charbonnet taking like a ton of the work, but that just has, doesn't seem like that's happened like at Are all. Are you sleeper right now? Yeah. So click on Walker and le- read me his snap count percentage over the last three weeks. Let's see. I uh, got you. Sixty-three, sixty-three, fifty-one. Mm. Okay, I, yeah, it's like I saw that this week. Uh, Zach Charbonnet actually almost had more percentage than. Uh, well, what, how many? I mean, which yeah, well, how many? Let me see. I don't even remember. Oh, Easton has Charbonnet. Well, let me Charbonnet look at had forty three, twenty six, and thirty four. Starting like forty three this week. Yeah, so he he. I, that's the only thing I do agree with you, but this the outlier. Yeah. Um. I saw somebody say that that uh, Charbonnet outpaced Walker in almost everything in college. No, yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's very that's true. true. Um, I just I just think, but I just think it's interesting. I, I don't know. It just that everyone thought he was gonna. I mean, I don't know what what's. Uh, let me see. Let me click on. Let me go to Charbonnet. I don't have him pulled up. Um, man, how'd you get to him so fast? Um, yeah, so I mean, even though even though he was close to him in snap percentage, he only had nine rush attempts. Um, That's true. There is a I difference. Mean, I mean, I think they might be having. I wonder if they're having him out there to, um, like for pass, pass block. blocking snaps. Maybe is what it is. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't say that. Just, you know, to say that necessarily. You know, everyone's wrong. I just find it kind of interesting that you know that hasn't hasn't really happened yet. Um, this, this, you know, like Zach has taken over the backfield by any means. Right. Yeah. Um, but all right. So this, uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, to, yeah, quick to recap. Yeah. Jake, you beat Jason pretty handily. Um, let's see. Yash scored in his game against Caden. An obscene almost, amount. <laughs> yeah. Almost 200. Um, and Caden, you actually had a pretty good effort here scoring 150. Um, For my team, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you've you've had a good season. You're you're two you're two and one so far, and you know, against about against about half the league, you probably you would have won this week. So it is kind of surprising. I, I did not expect this. I I thought that I would be rebuilding even more. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's your team is uh, sneaky good, I would say. What uh, you have any thoughts on this matchup? Oh, I mean, just I've still got to find holes to fill for for some spots, but Yash has got some really, really, really good defenders, top to bottom. Uh, like his linebacker is consistently getting, I think, like eleven a game at, at minimum. Yeah, that's that's been really impressive just just to see that consistency. Mm-hmm. And then the Herbert and Allen stack is is really good, especially now that Mike Williams tore his ACL or or was it ACL or Achilles? I can't remember. Uh, I know he tore okay. something. Yeah, I can't remember. But but that that stack's gonna be really good with how much they're throwing at each game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 very concerned about uh I'm very concerned about uh about Yash this season. His his team looks really, really good. He's just going off. Like like yeah, like I mean Keenan Allen, I would not I did not expect Keenan Allen to be this good this season. I thought he would fall off a little bit just because of age. Because he's right. getting close to that that age mark where the wide receivers just stop mm-hmm. producing at the rates they were. Yeah. But he refuses to let Father Time beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will. Last I thing I will so. say is uh, McCaffrey being on the 49ers is like a cheat code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He was. Yeah. He was good before, and now I mean, and last season on the 49ers, he was doing like pretty good, but he, I think they weren't quite feeding him fully yet, and you know he was still learning the offense. But it feels like now he's just. It's just every game he's getting, you know, over 20 touches and just, just dominating. It's, I mean, like this one, he had 18 rushes and then five mm-hmm. receptions. Last one, yeah. 20 rushes, three receptions. And then 22 and three first game. It's just yeah, – he is it's so it's, far it's, and away get better. I, I heard somebody somebody made the point. They're like, why does Shanahan keep on trying to draft running backs so high? And then the other guy responded. He said, because when you get that one in Shanahan's offense, he becomes extremely elite, and we're seeing that. Yeah, 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 that's very true. Um, well, we'll we'll talk more about your team later, but uh, you know, just a just a little preview of that. Um, moving on, we got a couple left. So uh, Keegan lost to Ryan. Oh, is that is that is that Coda? No, that's actually my old dog, Indiana. She's. Oh. I think she heard. I think she heard a. Uh, something to hit the wall or something. <laughs> she gets a little spooked every now and then. Yeah. What kind of dog is she? She's a German Shepherd. Oh, nice. Big softy. Mm, nice. She likes to bark loud, but she wouldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, Ryan beat Keegan 139 to 117. Um, you know, this one is pretty, uh, not, not too surprising at all. Just um, pretty much the only surprising thing is that Ryan is now – that was Ryan's first win of the season. So, he's, as we kind of talked about, he started slow. Um, kind of a – and it wasn't even that great of a week for him. But, you know, he definitely he, – he definitely needed the win. He did not want to drop to 0-3. Um, and then Easton beat Ron – 158 to 153. Uh, Easton very much in the same boat as Ryan in that he really needed a win. Uh, he started 0 and 2. He's uh, so he's now 1 and 2. If he had, if he had dropped to 0 and 3, you know, he may have he might have thrown in the towel in the season. I'm not sure. Um, Ron, our father, he was he was kind of the opposite. He started to surprise 2 and 0, uh, and now has has dropped to 2 and 1. But um, you know, he's if you look at the standings, he's still in the in the thick of the playoff hunt through week three, which honestly 
is further Did into the season than you would have expected. Did you see what how how Easton won this game? Uh, I mean, I know, I know. Was it Hurts doing good? I, I I wasn't really paying attention. Exactly. It came down. Well, it just came down to the final like quarter. Like there was like four oh, minutes it? left in the uh, in the game, and it was like fifty fifty. Oh really? Yeah, really? it was like close at the very end. And I'm just thinking of the fact of like Easton, like Peter. I think this was a major switch to the game because if you look, he's actually playing. What'd you say, Brian? Brian, you there? <laughs> Do we lose him? Uh, we might have. Uh, so he's still connected. He might have. He might have done. Some, he might have turned his car off and it did something. Well, I guess we can talk about the next game real quick. Uh, we'll <laughs> I guess so. That. We'll go back to that one when he comes back. Um, all right. So the last game then is uh, Ricky beat. Chris, um, one seventy nine to one fifty. Um, Ricky has had, you know, since he, he, I think it was week one, he didn't do well, um, and we were kind of talking about, you know, is this it for him? But the last two weeks, he's done, he's done pretty well. This, I mean, scoring one seventy nine was really good. I oh, think so was, good. Yeah, it was second highest in the league this this week. So, um, and I mean, you I mean know, it, he, beat, he beat Chris, who has like a really good team. Yeah, and he finally had uh, Joe Mixon bounce back, and it, mm-hmm. I don't I, Mixon had fifteen, so I mean he only had fourteen the week before, but he started looking more like himself. Yeah, and he, then yeah, just yeah, he looked pretty good. Twenty targets for Devonte Adams is insane. Mm-hmm. That yeah, wow, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's that's crazy. I hadn't seen that. Wow. All right, we're back um, due to a uh, a ten day break. How's it going? <laughs> it's it's great. It's, uh, God, I can I can barely remember you guys' voices. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I believe I believe we were last talking about. Um, I guess Brian had uh, had cut out on us, and and so Caden and I were talking about uh, Ricky versus Chris. Um, Ricky Ricky had a pretty impressive game against Chris. Um, he's, you know, maybe not quite as, uh, his team's not quite as dead as they, they once seemed. Um, he had a pretty, pretty good performance mix in who didn't necessarily put up a ton of points, but, uh, was definitely looking better. Um, you know, if you watch the game, he, he had had a pretty good touchdown and a couple of drives were really, uh, they were really feeding him the ball. And then Devonte Adams had a full 20 targets and scored 39 points for Ricky. So, uh, I think his team, his team might still have it. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think they're going to bounce back. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. The only surprising one in this team to me is Brees Hall still just not scoring well. I know. Yeah, I I think that I don't know. I think it's just they're they're they get down so much in every game now because you know that they can't throw the ball at all. So that he's just not getting the the game script to be able to score a lot of points. I mean, not that his 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 efficiency wasn't good in this one, but I would say, but generally in the other games I've seen, it seems like the the game script has been the biggest issue. Yeah. No. Brian, what were you before before you uh, before you you were rudely interrupted? What uh what were you saying about um the the game with Easton and our dad? Well, just that Easton and dads are actually getting a rematch this week. If you oh look nice. At- and so I was thinking in my head, I'm like, if Eason goes 0-3 and our dad goes 3-0, obviously that's not what happened. Like, 
if my dad was able to pull out a win again in the following week, like yeah, four and zero oh and zero oh and four, that would be that, that would be that would be crazy. You're really like setting up like it's hard to come back or fall from that. Record. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Obviously, that's not what happened, but mm. that's it. Would have been very interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Eason may have. Uh, we'll we'll get to that later, but very. Uh, Increasing odds to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, you think? Okay. Oh, for sure. I guess we'll see. Um, well, I'm going to pull up the uh, the league standings real quick so we can run through those. Um, there it is. Okay, so right now, um, Yash is still in first place. You know, he had yet another dominant week this week. Um, you know, as I said, scoring almost 200 points. Um, I'm in second place. Uh, he and I are the only undefeated teams at this time. Um, and actually, I'm kind of curious when he and I are playing. Hey, Brian, do you have, have you uh, have you seen that? Have you happened to look at Which that? Which one? Uh, when Yash and I are playing. I am not. Okay. I can look real fast though. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, you look at it while we're while I'm going through these. Um, and then we have a uh, we have four four teams that are two and one. Uh, Ricky in third, Jake in fourth. Um, Caden and our, our surprise team in fifth, and our other surprise team, Ron in sixth. Um, so that's then, Cinderella story for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a race between you and you and our dad to see who's who's the the biggest Cinderella. Who is who is the belle of the ball? <laughs> <laughs> Week thirteen to answer your question. Really, second to last. Of the season. What if we're both twelve and zero going into that? That'd be great. That would... <laughs> That, that would be, that would be an awesome matchup. Uh, there's, there's no way, but that, that would be wild. <laughs> All right, so then uh, let's see what we got. Okay, yeah, and then seven through ten, um, all these teams are one and two. We have uh, Chris at seven. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's still ready to make a, a playoff run. Um, Easton at eight, you know, kind of surprising, but again, surprising he's down here at one and two, but he's, he's definitely still, still, still primed for a run. Um, Ryan, another, another down at a little surprising one down at nine, um, at one and two. And then Jason, who, um, he's sitting at one and two at, and number 10, he, uh, you know, as we talked about it, he was, he was hoping he'd, he'd, uh, make the playoffs this year, but hasn't quite done it. Hasn't maybe his team's not quite ready for it yet. Um, I would say of those, I, I, I really think, yeah, seven through nine, I think all have a pretty good chance of making the playoffs still. Um, but I would say I, I think Jason's chances are, are pretty low at this point unless he his team turns it around pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, and then at number 11 at 0-3, we have my co-host Brian. And at number 12, um, who is a little surprising that he, he has dropped below Brian, who is pretty much actively tanking, um, is Keegan, who is I don't, – I don't think is – Tanking, or I think what would I call it an accidental tank last week? No, yeah. Uh, what did he say? A fraud is what Dynasty uh, Daddy oh, would like to say. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah, the Dynasty tool we looked at called him a fraud. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very sad. Um, I think that thing was ruthless. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Brian, what uh, what's the what are the playoff odds looking like? Um. According to Fantasy Pros, now that now that we've uh, finished the week three games, yeah. So let me. I just processed. Um, 
the trade that me and Easton had. Okay. So I'm going to see if this updated. I I can't imagine that. Ooh, it updated a lot. Oh, did it really? Really. So Easton originally had a 37% chance to make the playoffs. And with the Kyron Williams trade, it upped him to 43. Oh, wow. Really? 6%. Yeah. That's a pretty good bump. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, what, what are some of the what – what, give, give us some uh, – you got any surprising numbers for us? Um, the most surprising – with you at night, so also with the Kyron Williams, you dropped from greater than 99% to 99%. Wow. So apparently you, you got uh, taken <laughs> away. And also your championship odds went down by 3%. Are you serious, man? From 37 to 34. And now Easton has a 3%. He, like, stole all your odds. Wow. <laughs> really? Interesting. <laughs> wow. They hate my team. Yes, but I would say the... nothing. I think you're going to start seeing what we thought in the preseason kind of separate itself. Yeah. Especially with Ryan winning this week, Easton winning this week. Our dad and KVU losing this week. I think you're going to start seeing what we originally thought. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any? Uh, are are any of those the the bottom four teams? Are any any of you guys uh, still in the top eight in terms of playoff odds? Uh, actually, no. technically, uh, Dad is at eighth and Jason's at tenth. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point, though, I could pretty. Much, I mean, I think Jason's kind of. Jason might be close to throwing in the towel on this season, so um, yeah, you know, I, so you know, hard. yeah, it might be closer to bottom bottom five now rather than bottom four. Um, okay, well that's exciting. Um, well, then let's uh, we go ahead and move on, on to the next uh, next segment, which is our uh, our trending team. So I think we're going to each give uh, since there's kind of since there's an odd number of us, we'll uh, we'll each give one up. One trending up or one trending down. You can decide. Um, I'm gonna let I'll let Brian go first since he. Uh, well, I was gonna do this since I, I I scheduled this for you know if you were driving, I was gonna let you go first. Yes. So you didn't have to think about it too much, but um, I you, know, you can still go first. Trend up. I gotta go Easton. Yeah. I mean, I I know I had to trend down last week, and maybe this is me over exaggerating, but like going to zero three is massive. Mm-hmm. Like. And I think Ryan could have caught, fought himself out of it, but I don't know if Easton could have, especially with the Nick Chubb injury. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, he he definitely needed this win. So yeah, I think he's probably feeling better now. Um, well, what about you, Caden? What's a what's a trending up or down team for you? I think a trending up team for me is Jake's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, just seeing him kind of ride the ship after. What was kind of a shaky start because it wasn't he wasn't doing as well as I thought he would. Yeah, but it's it's encouraging because I, I looking at it before the season, I was like, man, I really could see him winning it just with some of the guys he had, and so j- just seeing him get back towards the right direction, I think he's trending up in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, no, I if, de- yeah, I definitely agree. If Justin Fields will just start running for him, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, I think we. Uh... We talk. I don't know. The two teams I'm kind of caught between for trending ups are uh, 
Ricky and Yash, and I think we both we talked about both of them last week. Um, I mean, I honestly think they're both still turning up teams for me. Um, Yash is really scaring me right now. Uh, his team, as we already <laughs> talked about, looks very, very good. Um, and Ricky's looks like he's he's you know maybe just as good as he's been in past seasons, though, or at least close to it. So, um, and you know, as as we know, if in fantasy, if you get to the playoffs, you know, anything can happen. So it's, uh, I don't know, both of those look good. One, one other I want to note um, is as maybe not a, not a trending up, but maybe surprising that he's not trending down is uh, our dad, Ron. He, uh, he's, he scored 153 points this week and he lost, but that 153 is, would have been, you know, that, I don't know, that was probably, I think like fifth best in the league or so. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, I would say pretty impressive that, I mean, cause again, we did not expect him to have a good season at all. So, I mean, I would say him having two wins and then the third week having a point total that could have won or could have won, um, very similar to you, Caden. Um, I, I could have given, I, I honestly, this should be the Caden and Ron, uh, uh, surprising not turning down because yeah, you, you had very similar games, but I mean, with both of you guys, it's just, it's, it is surprising that your, your teams are Trust continuing me. to be good. I'm, I'm just as surprised as you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I can imagine. I uh, I know it's uh, I don't know. Well, hey, you know, maybe it's uh, it, it's you know, it just goes to show if you care about fantasy football and you put the time in, good things happen. I think. It's, yeah, uh, some, you know, so. yeah, the, fan, the fantasy <laughs> sure. <guys> smile upon <laughs> you. <laughs> um, well, okay, I'm just hoping. So, I'm just yeah. hoping they take time to smile upon my devs. Yeah, hey, hey I I hope so too, and we we will definitely discuss those. Um, cause I, I definitely want to get into it. Well, so, um, I guess one of our, one of our last segments before we get to the, the Caden interview, um, we, uh, we finally got some trades this week. Both have been alluded to, um, the first trade of the, uh, the regular season so far, um, was Brian trading Chuba Hubbard to Caden. So both of my, both my co-hosts and our guest here, um, Brian, Brian traded Chuba Hubbard to Caden for Paris Campbell and a 2028 second round pick. So first, I want to get your thoughts, Caden, because uh, you're, since you're the one that acquired the, the primary player in this trade. Right. I mean, honestly, I I needed somebody to slide in my second RB spot because I've got Brian Robinson that fills it in first fills the first spot, and then Khalil Herbert and Justice Hill. And I guess I mean Sean Tucker's on my roster, but he's been a nothing, and so. I looked at it as a – it's a 2028 pick, whether it's that five years away, and it's it could be anywhere from, what, 13 to 23? I mean, 25, yeah. I mean. So I'm right. just like, well, that, that's an okay price to pay for about mid-level running back that right. could uh, just get seven or eight points. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. Well, Brian, what, what, what about you? Do, was this uh... – I mean, well, I want to know, was Paris Campbell even uh, – did you even care about I, him at I, all or were you just told, going for the pick? I told him, pick whatever player that you would like. <laughs> I see. Um, I always like Paris Campbell, though. I mean, obviously, he just hasn't performed in the league, but, like, mm-hmm. good talent. Yeah. Did he? Get, did, was he from Ohio State? Yes. And yeah. I thought I think it was like second round too. It was pretty yeah. high. He was he was high second round. He was considered I think one of the best coming out. 
Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That was that was the Metcalf year, right? The Metcalf and AJ Brown. That sounds that or the year before, that's, but I could yeah. be mixing it up. Like him and Curtis Samuel for some reason. I know Curtis Samuel has had a much better year or much better career, but mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel was before him. I always yeah. forget their years. Mm. Yeah. Well, this was uh I mean this was a very I would say this trade is probably not going to have an impact on this season or possibly any other season. Um, but, but it was, uh, Probably was, not. Yeah, but I was just excited to see a trade go through, honestly, um, just because it's been pretty quiet so far this year. Well, the second trade, I think, could have a, a much bigger impact on the league. Not, not Maybe not much bigger, but def- definitely bigger. Um, so Brian traded Kyron Williams to Easton for a – 2025 first round pick and a 2026 second round pick. Um, I, uh, I mean, before, I'll, real quick, I'll, I'll say I, you know, I, I think, think this was a trade that benefited both parties. Easton really needed a quarterback or not a quarterback, a running back um, after Nick Chubb went down. I, uh, and, you know, got one. Um, I think oh, he's hoping he'll be contending in 2025. So, um, cause that, that, that'll, you know, 20, that 2025 pick will be following this next season. So for so, him, hopefully he part, won't need a player and hopefully he won't, hopefully that for him, that pick, you know, will be lower in the draft. So I, when I accepted, accepted the trade, I was under the, I was under the assumption that it was his pick. Apparently when he said on sleeper, it was Ryan's pick. Oh, does he have his pick? Yeah, he has it. Um, mm. So that may have just been on me, on the uh, group me, and just misreading it, but I'll fall through mm. the trade. Either yeah, way, I'm it'll gonna... be a later-ish first. Yeah, either way, yeah. I mean, I don't, honestly, between – I think his team hopefully should be pretty good at that point still, so uh... – It's going to be the difference of team. It's going to be the last – Four picks at the first round. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, so I, I think it should be so. fine. Um, right. Yeah. Well, the only thing I worry about, yeah. though, for Easton is – I saw this the other day. I had to go look it up to remember it again because I was actually thinking about, man, I kind of like Kyron trying to get him back. But uh, the, the PFF had him as getting negative five – or negative .59 rushing yards per attempt, like what he was expected to get. He was getting less than that which would be like 14th worst of every running back. Oh, wow. Like context, okay. Cam Akers ranked last, and he got negative 1.94. Wow. And so, like, that spooked me off of trading for him. I hope, I hope for Easton's sake it doesn't, it doesn't kind of go that way, but it, it, yeah. it turns out well for him. It just that, – that scared me off of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 I can definitely see that. I mean, and I – Brian, did you did you have anyone else approach you for Kyron Williams? Um, I had three people total. Did you? Okay. I, Caden. Uh, so me and Caden have been with a uh, Jamison Williams uh, talk for like three weeks now. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> I am telling you, Jamison Williams will be on my team at some point or another. Yeah. We'll we'll be okay. We'll figure out the trade to figure it out. But we just haven't came to terms. But that he was in talks with Kyron Williams. He was. 
And then mm, I, I also got Yosh, and he he said no. <laughs> he just said no. I told he... him that I got a uh, high first. And long story short, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to trade uh, Rick or it was Caden's twenty twenty five first back to him for Jameson Williams, if I remember mm. correctly. Yeah, that was and what so, we were talking about. And so basically all I could tell Yacht without giving up, hey, I'm getting uh, I'm trying to get Jameson Williams, you know. I said a high twenty twenty five first is basically the equivalent of what I've been offered as of right now. I see. Okay. Because we talked about doing Kyrie Williams for Jameson Williams. Yeah. So and, kind of yeah. a snake snake route there, but Yeah. I see. Uh, I don't know. I I would well. I I think I would value a twenty twenty five first higher than or a high twenty twenty five first probably higher than uh, Jameson Williams personally. Yeah, and I did not even because that's what he offered. I I never went through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Well. Uh. Like we said, finally some trades in the league. It's uh. It was a. It was a long two weeks without them. (laughs) <laughs> very, very sad. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're back. I, I hope we get more throughout the rest of the year. Um, now, real quick, I don't even know if we'll have anything to say on this, but you know, every week we like to discuss the uh, if there are any um, any college players, not just college players, but any uh, any players that are owned in our league that um, really caught your eye and you know that have that have been drafted in the developmental draft that, that played this league. Yes. Um, I mean, honestly, like, Kate Kluber did pretty well. Uh, That was encouraging to see. It really was, especially with, like, uh, Florida State. Like, I mean, they went toe-to-toe with them. They almost beat Florida State, like, number four team in the country. I mean, it was impressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if Florida State didn't have the 6-4 freak, Keon Coleman, when they're just throwing it up to him, they probably would have beat him. Exactly. Now that's going to be a player in the future years that are that is he? What a year is he? I think he's, he's, a, he's coming he's, out. He's already. coming out next year. Oh, yeah. so that'll be a high uh, high pick we got. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, that'll be that'll be a good one. Um, Mar- one one guy Mar- that I saw. Oh, sorry. I was just—I was just gonna say Marvin Harrison obviously didn't have a great game, but Mekabuke kind of made up for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, what were we gonna say, Caden? I was gonna say one—one one guy that saw a little bit of signs of life, and I'm highlighting your team, Logan, is Travion Henderson, kind of having a little bit of a bounce back. Looks like. Yeah. It, had, yeah. He had a he weird is. start to this year. Well, he had a weird last year too. I mean, basically, ever since I drafted him, he's had a weird career because I drafted. Wasn't him. he hurt though last year? Yeah, he was. Um, and so I'm kind of assuming that the beginning of this year is is rust, I guess. Yeah. Um, but even last year when he was playing, they were giving uh, that. I ever remember the guy's name. Um, what was it? What's his name, Brian? The other running back there. Oh. Uh... He's the one that's been phased out of the rotation, right? Mike, is it Mikey Williams? No. Me at Mayan uh, Williams. Mayan Williams. Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he, uh, yeah, they were giving him, like, way more carries last year, even when Trevion was healthy, which I didn't really understand. But, uh, 
Yeah, it looks like maybe maybe things are getting better for him. I don't know. It's, I mean, heck, the like, guy who the, the guy who scored the game winning touchdown was the backup linebacker last year. Yeah, it's that I I don't think Ohio State is very good this year. I think they have. But I think Notre the Dame best was decent, though. I don't. I mean, I think Notre Dame's. Yeah, I think they're decent. I don't think they're that good. I mean, I don't think Notre Dame is like. I don't think they've had like an amazing team since. 1987 or whatever i don't i i I just don't i don't think that they are like i mean notre dame should have won that game and i i I, and i because i i and i i mean i don't think this is an ohio state team that is like an easy playoff contender or anything because i I think they might end up getting beat by penn state they might yeah yeah that's that's very true um you know by by one of your uh developmental picks through lr yeah, I'd love that. I've loved watching him play. Yeah, no, that's uh, it, it's so cool when you get like a, a developmental guy, and then and you just get to, you, it just gives you like an extra rooting interest in college, which is so fun. Like just have having some guy, oh, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, he's gonna be on my team in a couple years, and then he's gonna tear up the NFL, and it's gonna be awesome. Which I tried to I tried to change how I thought about the dev this year because mm-hmm. I actually I had the same number of picks I had last year. But last year, I was trying to like get guys who were going to be in the league the very fall, the very next following year, mm-hmm. and it it went terrible. Outside of Jordan Addison, all of them were terrible. Yeah, and so I was just like, if there is not a number one or number two in the upcoming draft that's available at that position, I'm just going to the next year. Yeah, and I like yeah. that better. Yeah, no, no, I think I I agree, and that's I mean that's been Brian and I's strategy. Um, uh, you know, since pretty much since the beginning, uh, you know, it's, it's, well, and really, I mean, that's, that's been kind of a strategy since the very beginning. Cause I think, I think it was the very first developmental draft. Trevor Lawrence went number two overall, even though he was not going to play until um, for a couple of years or he wasn't going to go to the league for a couple of years. So um, I guess that has been kind of a strategy, but I know Brian and I have definitely, definitely leaned on that with some of our later picks. Yeah, Judy went one in that draft. I just, I just pulled it up oh, to look Judy. at that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I got him in that number one spot. Go that on. was a wild. That was a wild dev draft when you look back at it because you got guys like Laviska Chenault, Justin Ross, yeah, Jake Jake Fromm, Colin Johnson. Uh huh. God, Brian, what a terrible pick by you. Which one? Jerry Judy number one over Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, C.D. Lamb, Travis Etienne. Oh, I know. But uh, <laughs> the next five, I, I also like... got. I, I also got Justin Fields at number nine. No, that's true. Although now he's yeah, you did. Too, so um, yeah, even though he's technically Xander, but yeah, Zan, but you traded. Yeah, you traded for him. So. Um, yeah. Also, like Jerry and Judy was in the talks of going like number one and or, or not number I one, know. but number no. He was going to go so he, high. I know. I yeah, I think fell for it. Yeah, I honestly think the Bron- I think he could have done good still for another franchise. I think the Broncos are just, as you're seeing this year, are just like a horrible. Well, as you've seen the past couple of years, are just a horrible franchise. Oh yeah, honestly, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. L- well, looking back on the old dra- dev dress is always so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into that too far, but like seeing I know. seeing names like Chuba Hubbard, Tyler Wallace, Rakeem Boyd. It's just like man, some of these are. 
surprising yeah. to go back and look. Yeah, that that one's crazy. That yeah, Chuba Hubbard going number two overall is just like crazy. To, to he was also that. the number one running back that year. I know he was. He was, know. He was so freaking good, and then and then, and then he just, he just did nothing. Year. Yeah, that was the most depressing season as an OSU fan. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Ours, ours, ours as OU fans was last year, so it's. Uh... Well, hey, you say it's the most depressing. I mean, I mean, have you seen the team this year? It's I don't even want to talk about the team this year. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've texted Brian about it, and I'm just like, why am I even watching? Man, when I saw that South Alabama score, I was like, this, that's that's sad. I mean, we we made them look like freaking top ten team. It was just, yeah. it was disgusting. Yeah. Do you think they should fire Gundy? No, I think they should let go of their uh, offensive coordinator and a line coach. Mm. Uh, I think Gundy's got a lifetime there where he's going – I think he's going to retire in the next few years. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just trying to figure out who's, who the next guy is going to be. Yeah, I see. I, I think I, they got to get rid of him. I, did too. I was about to say, I think, and I know Brian's going to agree with me, that they need to fire Gundy. Uh, from the outside, just his – the fact that he is basically unwilling to recruit and also unwilling to get guys through the transfer portal is just like uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's hard. Well, I think I think part of what's hard is like he got burned last year by so many guys leaving that now mm-hmm. he's trying to play everybody. Yeah, and it's leading to like our best running back getting three carries in one game. Oh, geez, that's crazy. Yeah, when you have a six-one, two-twenty guy that. He got what one? He got like one eighty. He got what? No, it was a one thirty-five in the last game last year, on five or fifteen rushes. You kind of got to yeah. get him the ball, right? What, what's his name? Ollie Gordon. Okay, yeah. He'll probably be playing for OU next year, so you you need to watch out for that name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we need we need. Uh, I don't even know if we need running back help. I think we just need our our offensive line to be do better. I don't know. Um, but that's that's enough about college. We've gotten too far afield. <laughs> um, all right, so then we'll move on. Uh, finally, to the to the, the you know final final segment before we uh, before we get into our Caden interview. Um, so this is the uh, again this is the second week we've done this now. The uh, league record of the week. Um, the one I want to highlight this week is the most points in a week all time. So um, I set this record back in 2020. Against Brian, my co-host here, um, I scored I scored 230 points, and this was back when Brian was still trying to win. So, um, in fact, we both we both went 10 and three that year. So that was uh, that was a pretty good one. Um, this was a week that where Aaron Jones had one of his classic games, where it's not sh- it's not showing me all of his stats, but he scored 48 points. Um, just you know, scored a ton of touchdowns. So this was a this was a good one, but. Really, the reason I wanted to to bring this up is that I don't think this this record is going to last for very long, um, because as we've kind of talked about, Yash has scored now 199 or 200 for the past two weeks, um, and I don't, and I think part of that is that Yash's team is really good, but another part of it is that we, you know, we raised the uh, the defensive scoring in the league. And so I think that because of that, I think it's just a matter of time until eventually someone breaks that 230 point mark again. Oh, it's going to happen. I don't, it's going to be a defensive player that 
is the I wouldn't say like the difference maker, but that, that scores thirty or they're forty mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think I think so. Caden, you have any thoughts on that? What, what's Caden? What, what's the most points your team has ever scored? Do you know? Uh, it would have been that 2020 year, like right. you're saying. I mm-hmm. think it might have been when you and I played the championship because really that's when I had Alvin Kamara get uh, what was it, six touchdowns? Mm. Oh yeah, God, what a that was stupid. That was the that was the <laughs> most. I didn't I didn't even get to watch that game. I just saw oh, touchdown, really? touchdown. I didn't yeah, know that. I, I didn't get to watch it. So I was like, I didn't see it happening, but I just kept getting the alerts, and it was the best thing. Oh man, you oh you had an insane run here. The we actually honestly I did too. This was this was a crazy playoffs. Okay, you scored well so also start with me. I got a buy in the first round. Then I scored two fifteen in the second round to make the, the finals, which is Jeez. insane for the playoffs. Um you uh you scored one seventy one in the quarterfinals, then two oh six in the semifinals. Um, so you were you were on a heater already. You're, you're, and then, you're talking about like two of the highest scores of the season. I mean, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, in, yeah two of the highest scores in league history, right there in the in in the semifinals, semifinals with him him getting two hundred six and me getting two fifteen. That's insane. Oh, and Ricky, who he beat, scored one ninety one ninety seven. That was that was that was stressful. That was a crazy that's a crazy year. Jeez. Um, but then in the finals, you beat me, yeah, 196 to 185. So probably the semifinal is, yeah, that is probably the most you've ever scored there. I'm guessing. That was that was really hard to watch that Monday night football game that was after that because you had, uh, oh, who was it? You had, had Josh, Josh Allen and the Yeah. And that was stressful, man. I was worried that whole game. Yeah. Oh man, that was crazy! You, yeah, Kamara scored fifty nine point seven. That is, God, what a that's that's crazy. Well, I mean, heck, my my uh, my starting quarterbacks that year, I think, were Matt Ryan and Drew Brees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Both both about to retire, or well, Drew Brees at least about to retire. Matt Ryan probably needs to retire. Yeah. Did you guys see that that he said he does not want to play for the Jets? Hey, I've seen that that line. I don't think any old guy would want to come out there and play behind that line. No, yeah, no, I think yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I guess if you made enough money, it's like yeah, who really cares? I it, it, it is surprising. I don't know. I always kind of think that like any any of those players that are I don't know. I just think any free agent would want to play for any team, almost. But I don't know. Maybe not. They still God, they but they their their receivers are pretty good, so I don't know. I would think that he would want to play, but yeah, you're you're probably right. Probably doesn't want to get injured or anything. I mean, the dude's uh, so frail. The last time he got hit, he almost died. That 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 is true. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. Last season was a rough one for him. I forgot about that. Um. Well, all right. So we'll finally finally move on to the Caden interview. Um. So, Caden, you uh, we're, we're very glad to have you here. By the way, um, you had uh, we'll, we'll kind of talk about your off season, and then we'll get into some questions for you. So, um, you uh, let's see. So, you had uh, in the rookie draft, you um, you didn't have any first round picks. Did you have any picks at all? Did you or did you trade into the draft? Uh, I had to, I had every single pick traded away from that draft, okay. so I had to trade into it. Right. That's what I, okay. That's what I thought. And I think uh, I traded with Brian to at number five to get into it at first. 
Yeah, for so, uh, Zay Flowers. Yeah, for Zay yes. Flowers. I, I sent you Rashad Bateman. Basically, yes. Rashad for Zay, straight up. Yeah, it was Rashad at the first, I think. Was it? I can't remember. I'll have Why to look it? at it. Did, did, was Jake involved I, in that trade somehow? I bet I oh. typed in the wrong name. Uh, okay, because I did not – yeah, I did not have – okay, yeah, it, yeah. I did not have uh, this one listed on the podcast notes. Yeah, I gave you a 2027 first. Yeah, 2027. I guess it's four years away. Yeah. I remember when I looked at that, I was like, I don't care. That's so far out. I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> Man, we, got, we looked really good, though. Yeah, yeah. he has. He has. Um, so, okay. So, yes, yeah, so you got Zay Flowers at, uh, at number five. Um, you got Tank Dell at number 22, who has also looked very good. I love that pick. Um, you got Evan Hole at number 28, and you got Stetson Bennett at number 29. Um, you want to kind of talk about your, your draft a little bit, some of these players? Yeah, I mean, the only two, the two that I put the most thought into was definitely Zay and Tank Dell. I mean, Zay, that, that one was like – was, I, either I was going to take him – Kincaid or or a Shane or a Shane, yeah. Um, which if a Shane was there, that would have been a kind of a hard choice between him and Zay. Kincaid was the one I really wanted to fall, but I knew Jake was gonna was gonna take him regardless. Mm-hmm. And then with Tank, I was really struggling through thinking, okay, do I want Dell or Downs or Mingo? And then Jake took Mingo, so that took that one off the board. And I tried to trade into twenty before. Skeegan took the pick because I was going to take Musgrave as well. And then mm-hmm. whenever it got there, I was like, well, I like Tank Dell the best. And a lot of the guys I listened to were propping him up as like, hey, he was elite in college. He's just really skinny. And so I was like, I'm going to trust that and take him. And he's he's looked good so far. Yeah, no, I, I like, yeah, I like Tank Dell a lot. Um, I think I, I think I might have mentioned your pick of Tank Dell on our first podcast um, when we were recapping the offseason. As one of the ones I liked a lot, because I don't, I don't. You probably saw the stuff about how CJ Stroud got. As soon as he got drafted, he told the Texans he wanted them to draft Tank Dell. Um, so which that's I not really, surprising. The dude's so good. Yeah, so I thought that was, and then, and then they, yeah, they did. So I thought that was really cool. Like clearly, yeah, CJ Stroud loves him, and yeah, like the the yeah, clearly the organization's all in on him as well. So um, yeah, that was and awesome. then with Evan Hull and Stetson Bennett, like Evan Hull, I, I like. At that point, I kind of I didn't love the options that were there. I wish I'd have thought ahead like Yash or Yash and got Puka Nakua. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I think we can all say that looking back. Yeah, <laughs> but Evan Hole, I, I picked him because I was like, okay, Taylor's in a contract dispute and he's hurt, so there's at least a path to Evan Hole getting reps, and then of course he gets hurt week one. Mm-hmm. Instead, to Ben, it was purely just a if. Matt Stafford goes down, he'll be the backup. Let's not do it for fun. Or let's just do it for fun. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, sometimes it's easy to uh, – it's easier to pick a college player you're aware of rather than just some guy you've never heard of just because some fantasy analyst tells you they're good or whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, definitely, I definitely understand that pick. Um, well, nice. Well, so I guess we'll move on to the, the next part of your offseason, which was the dev draft. And this is where you really made the big splash. Um, so you ended up, you came out of there with Nick, Nicholas Singleton at number six, Cade Klubnik at number nine, Drew Allar at number 11 and Arch Manning at number 12. Um, you want to kind of go through those? Yeah. I mean, 
to start though, I didn't have any of those, so I had to trade in for all of right, those. Right, right. Um, I traded with you, and you. Well, did I trade with you for number nine? I, hmm, no, I think it was number six. I think you're right. I think it was number six. Yeah, I had six. But, uh, as, soon as, as soon as Jackson Arnold got taken, I, I liked the other options, but I just wasn't. I wasn't fully. Um, I don't know. I, none of them were like going to be a fun pick for me. So because because really, well, really, I think during the draft, I've been trying to trade up with Brian for number one or prior to the draft. I was trying to trade up with him for number one to get Drake May. But then after yes. I knew I wasn't going to get him and I wasn't going to get Jackson Arnold because Easton took him, I was kind of like, well, I mean, I like these other quarterbacks. Um because that's what I, you know, I definitely wanted a quarterback. I, yeah, I kind of was like, well, I, I like these guys, but they're not. None of them are. I'm not 100% confident in any of them, and so it probably would be best for me to make a trade that would, you know, maximize my this window I have right now. Yeah, and so like I said that with you, and then I got uh, Ricky's for Brees Hall, and then I got Brian's for Jordan Addison, then some late devs and. 2027 2028 but my thought process with like i said earlier was i just want to get whoever's going to be the best in the next draft because i knew most of the guys who were going to be really really good in this upcoming one had already Mm -hmm. been taken yeah and so like nicholas singleton i just i heard so much about him and he was the number one recruit and he did awesome and i Mm -hmm. knew that i was like okay he's one i would worry about you know ron or jason taking so that's why i jumped on him real quick yeah and then once it got down to number nine, I was trying to decide, do I take Klubnik or Alar first? And so I went with Klubnik just because I, was, I thought Ricky might go that way because Alar was kind of the lesser known one. Yeah. And at 11, I took Alar because I was like, man, it'd be awesome to get one, two in terms of like the best quarterbacks in 2025. And then mm-hmm. I was torn uh, with that last pick with Arch because I was trying to figure out, okay, do I want to get who I think will be the wide receiver one in 2025 or do I want to try and you know, go for the big swing and get who could be, you know, QB one in 2026 and setting it up that way. And I, I talked a lot to like Jake and Brian both about it. And I think Brian's the one who, who kind of convinced me is like, you know, it's just QBs have so much value to go ahead and jump off with arch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping for the best with that one. I, I was, if it wasn't him, I was going to take Evan Stewart. Cause I love that guy's film. Yeah. And he's looked good so far this season, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Arch, Arch, definitely. I would say. I mean, quarterbacks always have the higher ceiling. Yeah, so I, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think that was a good pick. Well, nice. Um, did you did you make any trades for players this season? Did you acquire any players besides the the ones through the draft? Uh, I mean, outside of trading for Chuba, no. Yeah, it was all yeah. just draft capital. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, nice. Um, the uh, so. Um, and then I guess real, yeah, real quick recap on the season to this point. We kind of talked about it, but you're two and one now. Um, you're surprisingly sitting in uh, a playoff spot at the moment. Um, how are you? How are you feeling about your team this season? Really shocked. <laughs> um, I think part of it is I just I'm really happy to see Jordan Love actually show up and look good, and I think that's what's made the difference in a few games is having that second quarterback that can score 20, 25 points. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what's really made the difference. I feel like in week one and two week three, that was just Yasha's team was just so good. There's nothing I could do there. Right. And then, uh, well, real quick, I want, 
did did you draft Jordan Love or did Ryan draft him and you traded for Ryan him? Ryan drafted him and I traded for him. But what we did was I it was a conditional one. I'd have to go back and look. I remember I sent him two seconds, basically, and some and some mm-hmm. other stuff for Jordan Love because I was worried at the time that Love wouldn't be able to be the starter last year. Mm-hmm. And so what, what, where we, the way we had worded it was if Love was the starter last year, I was going to send Ryan a first and a second. But if he wasn't, then Ryan was getting two seconds. Okay. And I, I remember it because Brian, Brian named it Jordan Love murders uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So that well, that trade ended up working out for you really well. Wow. Yeah. That's. And I, I forget what the player was in it, but there was a player or two in it. Uh, okay. That was I'd the, have to go. That was the meat of the trade, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just was like, you know, I like love enough. I'm gonna take the gamble and see if anything comes of him. And mm-hmm. if I, all I pay is two seconds for a guy who doesn't do nothing, oh well. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. far, he's looked really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And then uh, oh. Brian, Brian Robinson. I sent Brian the message. Uh, what was it, Brian? Was it last Monday or Tuesday? I was so surprised when Brian Robinson was RB3 on the year in terms of points scored. Oh, he's been dominating. Uh, like, especially Antonio Gibson has fumbled twice. And they basically just took him out of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, Robinson's number five on the year. It's just it's wow. so shocking. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you you've got some definitely some surprising guys. I you need to uh, you need to change his name though because yeah, he's clearly not a Walmart <laughs> brand Najee. First of all, if he's not not Walmart brand Najee Harris. He's uh, he's you know much better than Najee Harris apparently. But then also uh, you need to ch- you need to change his name because he, there's so many memorable things about him. You know, he's the big hat. The uh, the fact that he got shot a whole bunch of times or whatever, um, I think I think you can do better on the nickname. I, I feel like I can. I just remember somebody had said that about him go, leading into the draft, and I heard it, and I thought it was hilarious. So oh, that's why yeah. I did that. Yeah. And I assumed Najee was going to be better than him this year, but I mean, I, I, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's we'll uh, to figure he's, that out. Yeah, he's like the I don't know. I can't. He's the. Whole Foods brand, Najee Harris. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Famous brand. Or, or, organic, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah or, organic <laughs> Najee Harris. <laughs> oh, I don't even know how Man, to feel that, about that one. Just, just a quick aside, I, I love that we can give them nicknames. Like, I went through uh, that yeah. day, whenever I figured that out, I tried to give every single one of them a nickname. Yeah, no, it, no it's a lot of fun. I need to... I need to go do through and do more of mine. I've only done a I, couple. I have to like slowly do it to give it like a true good name. Right. Yeah. I don't want to just go through and name everybody and just give them like like names that like don't mean anything, you know. Which, um, which I mean, I think you did a good job, Caden. I, I don't. I think you. I think your names are pretty good. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to just give them like yeah, little nicknames that don't make any sense or whatever. Yeah. No, I get that. Some some of the some of them came pretty quick, like Tank Dell. I I liked thinking of thinking of him as a skinny Devonte Smith. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The only the only yeah the so, somehow skinnier than Devonte Smith. <laughs> I love that. And then it was like I had I had Sky Moore, Wondell Robinson, and golly, who was the IR guy? I forget what his name is. He's the white guy for the 
for the Titans. But I was like, they're all really short and they're really fast. So I just tried to go through and make a play in all their names. And Kyle Phillips was my favorite one to put on there. He's a short, speedy wide receiver, vanilla version. Nice. Um, yeah, we love your, uh, yeah, love your nicknames. Um, so I guess beyond looking beyond this season, how are, how are you, uh, what are you thinking about your team moving forward? You know, what's, what's your, what's your strategy philosophy and just kind of, yeah, kind of, what, what are you thinking about some of the young guys and stuff? I mean, I'm really encouraged just by the progress of scene for, uh, you know, Zay and Jordan love and just seeing IU show up and be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond this year, I'm hoping that I can keep on turning some current players into either dev dev or rookie picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of looking at it as a figure that out the next year. Ideally, I have a few guys be able to pop off because I'd love to try and get a little more 2025 draft capital. Uh, I've been talking. That's mainly what I've tried to focus on whenever I've went to guys looking is like, how can I get those picks for guys who, who still have theirs, which is hard because Brian has four of them. So <laughs> right, that <laughs> makes things a little difficult, but, uh, like them all. Exactly. But no, I, I've been disappointed with a few of my wide receivers, like Jamison Williams and Sky Moore. Just, I thought I expected a little more of them. Yeah, but um, the Chiefs legit just can't have a wide receiver too. Or really wide receiver one I, after Kelsey. Yeah. It's wild. And I, I really like I had heard a lot about more being good in training camp, looking good, doing some solid stuff, and then it's just he can't I, like watching Tony drop what was it, three passes on opening night and then yes. basically Mahomes not even looking at Sky Moore. I was like, What's going on here? Yeah, no, it's super weird. Um, are you are you worried about um, you know just kind of your pick situation in general? You know, I was for a bit, but I've kind of just accepted it. Yeah, because my thought process and this is like every every single one of the last few rookie drafts, I've been able to trade back into it at a spot. Like the last two, I've traded into the both the number five spot in both drafts, and been able to been able to grab guys. So I'm just like, well. At that point, yeah. that's there. There have been a few draft or a few trades. Like I've had a trade with Brian or t- once or twice where I've just felt like that's a that's a problem for twenty twenty five, Caden. For twenty twenty six, Caden. I'll figure it out when I get there. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we have a twenty twenty nine dev you traded to me. I yeah. do because like, we had gonna, we had to do I'm it for some be reason. Thirty one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm well, picking like, a player that's not going to come to the league for three more years. Exactly. Yeah. I saw, I mean, I, that's that's okay. why. Yeah, 20, I looked at 20, that one and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm okay with that." 2029. That would be a player born probably in like 2011. So that's a player that's 12 years old right now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I am playing the long game, the true Sam Presti route. Yeah, he used to make Brian, call himself he, Sam Presti, but yeah, Brian, you got to start going to all the uh, all like the you start going to some middle school football games around Oklahoma. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't uh, apparently, there's a kid from Chicago that's pretty good. Just giving you that one, that tip, Brian. Yeah, that's, that's, he's that's about twelve years old. No, he's, he's a he's a he's a junior or senior. Oh, that he, one. He, commi- yeah, he committed to OU. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, was, uh, not Jaden Nickens, the other one. 
Jaden Nickens is from Millwood. I can't it, think of it's Elijah. Yeah, Elijah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I, yeah, that's pretty exciting. I had our, our I was talking to our football coach today. And I was asking him how Chakota is going to be, and he's like, "Well, they got a guy that if you if he gets the ball, he's going to score whenever he wants. So we just got to figure out how to stop that." <laughs> yeah, it sounds easy. <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, I see." You. Uh, um, no, but I mean that's that's been a, but to answer your question, a long way, Logan. It's yeah. been a little bit of a worry initially, but at this point, I'm just like, "Okay, I've already gotten to this point. I'll figure out a way to get out of it if I like what I'm getting." I'm going to go ahead and do whatever it is. Yeah. And I'll just figure it out as time comes. And I was talking to Jake today. One thing I've tried to start viewing things as, which I didn't do last year. I started doing the year before it. And before that I didn't, but it's when I'm trading a guy, like a big name guy for something, or I've gotten a big game guy for something. I'll look at what I gave up for him. And it's like, okay, is, is worth the dev I gave up for this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, do those even out to that? And if they do, then yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll figure that out. Or is yeah. this dev, is this really going to be something that I'm super concerned about in, you know, seven or eight years at this point for, for that 2029? But right. Hey, when, that Brian, 20, right. The, when that 2032 player comes, you're going to be regretting <laughs> it. I will, probably. <laughs> But, well, uh, Bobby Jones Jr. from Wagner, Oklahoma, comes and uh, yeah. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, bo- no, I just made up a random name. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, well, while we're talking, I'm gonna look at twenty four seven and see how far out they can look. Yeah, <laughs> they, they probably don't go past twenty twenty six. I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, you're yeah, at twenty six. Yeah, um, yeah, Brian and I are. Uh, we we're, we're we're avid recruiting followers um, with OU, so. so. And I will say, there's just one final thought on it. Like my big yeah. thing is the devs, right? Like there was there was a trade this summer where it's like I gave up to oh, when I traded with Brian to get those two devs. I viewed getting those two as much more valuable than getting like a dev and a first. Mm-hmm because you have the ability to choose what that dev will become now versus that first, it might be a good one or it could be all the way down at number eight or nine. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's very true. And I mean, our hit rates on eight and nine haven't been great. No. They've talked about the yeah, devs. Uh, no, I'm saying like eight or nine in terms of like first round picks. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. First, right. yeah. No, first. no, yeah, yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I mean, especially this year. I mean, this, and this was kind of a weaker draft. I, I feel like. I mean, yeah, there were some good running backs, but I felt like receiver was pretty weak this year. Um, but I mean, past. Let me go to the rookie draft. Um, past like. I mean, I, I mean, I already talked about. I think between one and two was a huge drop um, between Anthony Richardson and Quentin Johnston, and then yeah. I think it was a huge drop from him to Kincaid at number three. I mean, I I think the. I mean, I don't know. I this like this year. If I, I mean, I almost wouldn't have wanted to have any pick besides you know like a pretty much a top two pick, and maybe even just a top uh, the number one pick. Which is, yeah, is really interesting. I mean, could you look at past years and like last year we had Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, 
Sky Moore, which I mean he's not working out exactly, but then yeah. Damian Pierce, uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, Jahan Dotson, basically the top ten picks were With all Christian like, Watson even. Yeah, Christian Watson there at twelve. You had Brian Robinson at fourteen. Um, I mean, like the top ten, and then yeah, some of the others were like really good. And so maybe just this year was a. I I, I basically I'm trying to figure out right now if this year was an anomaly, um, and that in the future we'll have you know the, these we're we're gonna have better drafts, or if uh, this year is like the new normal because we've had so many developmental drafts now. And we're and we've started taking like the those players in the future. We're all getting better at the developmental draft, um, and you know, and so we're just going to start sucking all the value out of the rookie draft. I'm not sure. I, I yeah, I mean, a if you look bit at of both, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it could be, and that, yeah, that's probably where it is. It's probably somewhere in the middle. I mean, um, if you look at last year's last year's dev versus this, like we had, you know, Jackson Smith and Jig, but Jordan Addison being taken, Stroud being taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, Booty or was it Boot Boote or Booty? Whatever. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he was ranked high. I mean, th- and then those guys are gone, and so you don't have as much. And I'm looking at next year. Like you've got what two of the top four wide receivers, the top two of the, all th- all three of the top quarterbacks. Because like right now, I'm still seeing Ewers as number three, mm-hmm. and then you've got. Sanders gone, Braylon Allen gone, Donovan Edwards gone, Travion Henderson gone. I mean, you're you'll have a few. Like you'll have the Keon Coleman, like you like we said earlier. You'll have the uh, the Bo Nix, the Michael Penix, whoever becomes that fourth quarterback that's drafted high that we all hype up. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But but I mean, it's it'll be the first probably five picks that you feel really great about, and then after that, it's kind of like, well, I mean, do do you want to take a risk? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah. And so I, that's, yeah, that's kind of, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely all in on the depth draft. I'm looking here at the developmental drafts. I, uh, I had totally forgotten that you Caden took Kyron Williams in the 2021 developmental draft. Uh-huh. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. That one yeah, number, I regret. Number, <laughs> number 11. Hey, Dude, I, mean, I mean, that's the, we're talking about starting running back right now. Well, I mean, back at the time, the reason I did it was because I'd heard a lot of people talk about um, how, like, how sneaky good he was as a receiver. He could he could eke up into being that, you know, RB two, and this is and this is where I've started to look. Okay. Is he the legit RB two, or is there like like with Gibbs? Gibbs was legit by far. Like where where Logan got him at nine, there was no question he was the RB two. But, yeah, yeah. The other I, the other uh, thing I'll, I'll say tough. that I that I've I've tried to adjust to, um, and this is just both personal experience and like seeing guys draft as well is beyond RB two unless it's like a for sure one. Man, I don't trust dev drafting our RBs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like I'm, that. I'm well, definitely I'm more really in the. Yeah, I did really good with it, but I look at Zach Evans. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely I'm in that same boat. Um, Heck, Chuba Chuba Hubbard. I think, although I think what you have to do is you have to kind of do what you were talking about and 
look beyond the the next draft. You have to look at okay, well, who are like the athletic freaks? Oh yeah, who, that like you have you have to because and I think that's why that's where where we've gone wrong on some of these picks um, is that we we didn't do that. So because you know when I took Bijan and Gibbs, they were both only going into their sophomore year, so they they were still two years out. And so that's I, I think it worked for that reason. But then yeah, you look at. I mean, just we can just look at the last three drafts. So obviously, Brees Hall worked out um, because he was uh, he was he was going to be a um, he was going to be a junior that year, and we all we all felt pretty good about him. But then, um, but he he was the number three pick. But then you look further down, um, Isaiah Spiller. That was that was not a great pick by Ricky. Um, uh, Kyron Williams wasn't a great uh, pick at the time yeah, by me. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's ended up yeah decent now, but yeah, at the time it wasn't. Um, then you go to next year, yeah. Sean Tucker um, did, hasn't really worked out so far. I mean, it remains to be seen. Zach Evans has not worked out. Um, and then, I mean, going back, yeah, Chuba Hubbard um, was, yeah, definitely uh, his production looked good. But if you look at his athletic profile, he was not definitely not a freak. I mean, he, you know, I mean, and I'm sorry to say this, Caden, but he, you know, he was playing for OSU. No, no, so. yeah. It's, it's, you know, he, he obviously I can, wasn't. I can look back a, and acknowledge that. <laughs> right. Like, he was not, you know, he wasn't, like, a high, super highly regarded guy going into college. And that's, I mean, so that's that's one of the top things I always look at when I'm looking at these dev drafts is, is like, yeah, where they were, you know, what the recruiting ranking was. Because basically if a guy was not a either a five-star or a very high four-star, I just, I basically have no interest in them. Um, and that's why, that's why I went with, like, Nick Singleton just because he was yeah. – the RB one, and he had an elite freshman year, so I was like, okay, yeah, I can trust that. Yeah, no, I think I think Singleton's a good pick. I I think that he could be, he could definitely be good for you. And then like Katron uh, Allen's there taking taking hits off of him because he's helping run the ball. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So the only player that I drafted outside of the top fifty was Marvin Harrison. And the only mm-hmm. reason I did that is because it was a Bruce Feldman's freak list. He was yeah. number one on, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Well, he has athleticism, so that's that's." But that was like a, another bullet point of like the exception of why him. But yeah. I hundred percent agree. Top fifty, not in the top fifty. I'm a little sad. Yeah, no, yeah, I totally. I, totally I think agree. I don't think anybody could have ever seen Marvin Harrison bursting onto the scene like he did. No, oh, definitely not. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Um. Well, okay. No, so not even close. Yeah. So we we uh, I guess we should pro- probably start trying to get wrapped up a little bit. Um, we have only, only just a few questions left for you. So, um, Caden, are there any any trades? I mean, I guess aside from Jamison Williams, are there any <laughs> trades you're you're looking to make coming up? You know, any any players you you'd like to acquire, or any players you'd like to move off your team? I mean, players, I'd like to try and find a way to get a solid tight end. Like I'm looking around trying to find because Cole mm-hmm. Komet's just not it. I mean, I, I, I yeah. like him, like him as a player, but he just, he ain't it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to find, trying to find a way to do that. If anybody wants to give me a bag of chips for Khalil Herbert, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, got way, you got way too many bears on your team. is what it sounds like. Oh, too many. And I had high expectations for Herbert, but um, that would be the, the player wise, what I'm really trying to look into uh, big picture stuff would be I I'm always after trying to find an elite wide receiver. 
I, I believe in that 100%. And then 2025 draft capital, maybe some 2024 draft capital. That's the big stuff I'm trying to look into. And then, like you said, it's a balancing act because I did start off the season two and one. So it's like, man, could I try and find a way to, to fight for that third place spot to pay for my entry next year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that, that, that'd be crazy. That would be, that, that, that really would be a Cinderella story. We'd, uh, I would love to see that. Yeah. As long as I get first or second, you know, I still need to. <laughs> as long as we all know you're getting fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It'll probably just keep getting worse. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, thank you. That's, uh, yeah, we, we always appreciate, uh, you know, well, a couple of weeks ago, Ryan didn't give us a very, uh, give us a very straightforward answer to that question. So, uh, the last two weeks, we got some good ones from, from you and Jason. So, uh, we appreciate that. Um, all right. Now we got some kind of, uh, more rapid fire. We want some, some predictions, um, for you. So, first, uh, who do you think is going to get first place in the, uh, in the league this year? Or who's going to, who's going to win it all? As it sits right now, yeah, Yash, I think the dark horse is Jake, just because of the stuff he's got on his team. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, Logan, it's you and Jake for that. Who would I be would be saying would be jockeying for that second spot? But Yash yeah. right now is running running away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't disagree. Um, um, all right, what about? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. That's interesting because Jake said Logan was running away with it last week. I know, yeah, Jake's con- yeah, Jake's convinced. I'm just gonna, you know, that by oh yeah, he's convinced <laughs> that you trading me Daniel Jones has just ruined. Oh, he was everyone. so mad at me. He was yeah. so mad at me whenever I did that in the summer. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I, I wanted the dev. I didn't care. Yeah. No, I uh, and now now Daniel Jones two of the first three weeks of the season has put up single digits. So <laughs> I I uh, don't think it was quite the. He, he's got that big contract still though, so I'm hoping that he, he stays on for at least a year, so I get a second round pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'm hoping so too. I need to. God, I want to. I want to win the league so bad. It's it's, embar- <laughs> it's embarrassing how bad I want to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's been surprising, man. You've had probably the best or, or the second best roster each year. And it's been second, 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 and then fourth. It's it shocked me each year. Yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah. He's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> not to rub salt in the wound. Every yeah. pod. Not, not to rub salt in the wound, man. <laughs> it's uh, they're gonna make an, they're gonna make a thirty for thirty about my team, I think. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, then, who do you think is going to get last place in the league this year? I mean, Brian's trying for it, so it's it's probably going to end up him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not in last right now. You got you got Keegan as the surprise thing. Although Brian, now that Brian traded away Kyron Williams, and uh, yeah, you, that might that might have been the only. I think Kyron might might have been the only reason you weren't in last. Yeah, um, basically. Yeah. So yeah, you might you might just go. I mean, settle on back Ke- down. Keegan's got two good quarterbacks that could they could go nuts and win him a game one time. With with Tua and Matt Stafford, that's why I think that maybe that's he's true. got just enough just to squeak out a win. But that's a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't even have two quarterbacks. What are you talking about? You got a uh, Kyle Trask, <laughs> uh, Kyle Trask, <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Uh, yeah, maybe Kyler when he comes back. Mm-hmm. You, wait, you have Baker still, don't you? Yeah, he's my star. Yeah, well, but yeah, Baker and Kyle. Yeah. Real, real quick, you're my two OU guys. I gotta ask, where's Kyler playing next year? Arizona. 
You think um, Arizona? I don't think I don't think they're going to get the last pick. Yeah, they might not. Yeah, but I also think, but I don't know. I don't think they're going to be top two. If they're, I don't know that Drake May is necessarily going to go number two, though. If I think there's, if there's that, a chance he drops to like somewhere else in the top five, and in that case, I think I, I will almost guarantee he goes number two. If they love Williams How? enough, though, they they could trade those two first they've got to get him. That's true. And also with the Texans, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think, yeah, and I don't know. I bet he might not go, too. I mean, with Marvin Harrison there. Um, That's you true know, with Marvin Harrison. I mean, you never know. I mean, I, C.J. Stroud should have gone number two this year, but he didn't. Yeah. Or did he? No, he didn't, right? He didn't. He dropped. Oh, he did. Oh, did he? Well, they, I mean, they were, they were just, there was just a lot of talk that he was going to go like four or five, maybe, yeah. is what I'm thinking of. Um, but, you I mean, you never know. It's, it, it's You know, when the draft comes, it's weird things happen. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'll, 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 say not the, I'll say not the Cardinals. I'm going to say – I'm going to predict the – I'm going to go Raiders. So he's playing for the Raiders next year. Which I don't think is a great, not a great situation for him, because um, they have a, do not have a good offensive play caller, um, not a good head coach. So I, I don't, I, I don't love that for his career, but uh, I, I, I can see that happening. Um, okay, so then the last prediction for this season: uh, What player do you think is going to be the uh, the MVP of the league this season? But not, not 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 in the NFL, but for no, yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying, yeah. man. That's a tough one. Goodness, um, I mean, the low hanging fruit's always the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think if he stays healthy, I think it 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 might end up being either Tyree Kill or McCaffrey. Just because those two position players, they, they've put up absurd numbers and they could just keep on going. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I, one that we talked about earlier, I, if Yash continues the way he has been, I think Keenan Allen could, if like Keenan Allen keeps putting up wide receiver one numbers, as I, I think that could, he could be. You know, and I guess depending on your definition of an MVP, but I mean, he could be the MVP if he if he basically propels the off title, yourself. right? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, that 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 would be very surprising. And that's that's where I'm coming from with McCaffrey. Like, if McCaffrey keeps on putting up these like Herculean numbers, it'll mm-hmm. it'll push Yash to that title. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and then all right, final question for you. Um, this is, I guess, this is this is a little bit of a hardball. We uh, we didn't give Jason any hardballs last week. This one, this one's a little bit of a hardball. Um, Lay it on me. I like him. All right. When do you think you'll next win the league? Ooh. Twenty twenty six. That soon, you think? All right. Well, I think that's soon, but that's still that's, four years away. I know. Well, yeah. My reasoning is those dev guys. If yeah. Klubnik, Alar, and Singleton all come in and hit. Yeah, I mean they'll hit fast for that. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, mean I think I think Alar could, and I think Singleton could. Klubnik's the one I'm worried about. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and that's that's more just like a you know when do I think would be the soonest I could? That would be I think the soonest. Yeah. Well, okay, that's the soonest. When do you when do you think? What would you if you were guessing like if you had to bet on the year it would be? If I had to bet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty eight. Yeah. But if I had to put money on, I'd say twenty eight. Okay. So five years of rebuilding and tinkering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm I'm rooting for you. You know, we love. Uh, <laughs> I want. I'd like. I want you. I want to. Honestly, I want to see you turn it around. Basically, without because I, I love. I love. Ever since you traded away all your picks a few years ago, we're all ready for you. Took, yeah, took like, that Ram strategy. Right. Yeah. It's. I've been. And you won. I mean, I. It's, right. You, well, you, it's yeah, respectable. You won. Yeah, it obviously, yeah, obviously it paid off because um, you won the league that year. But then, ever since then, it's been this, uh, um, you know, just just seeing how you were gonna be able to get yourself back into contention despite having no picks. Um, yeah. it's been it's been really fascinating. Um, I'm guessing we're probably I, I don't know we I don't know what happened how we didn't do this but I because we thought we instituted a rule that you couldn't trade it more than four years, excuse me, in the future. Um, but I so don't think we uh, ever actually voted on. No, we no right. Apparently, I we think didn't. we tossed that one around and talked about it because I remember that yeah. being brought up, but I don't right. think it was ever voted on. Yeah, for some reason, it just never got voted on. So that's probably going to get voted on this year. If that gets, if that happens, then uh, that I, I'm I'm interested how you're going to be able to handle that because right now you're kind of being saved by the fact that you're able to continue going into the future, trading picks away. To to kind of you know to kind of get these developmental uh, players you've been getting, so I'm I'm curious what's uh, what's going to happen if that if we do institute that rule. It'll be like I'm just been kicking the can down the road with it. So right, that, that's been my whole, like I said that like I said earlier that's been my whole thought process. Well, let's kick it down the road and let's figure it out mm-hmm. when we get there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh you know it's uh it's yeah, it's, exact it's working so far. Of my strategy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brian. Well, Brian. I mean, you're kind of kicking it down the road, Brian. But you're kicking your contention down the road. You're just just continue to trade away all your players over and over again. Um, yes. yeah, this is the last year, though. Good. Next year's the uh, start of the rebuild. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, we're excited for that. Um, well, Caden. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Oh yeah. Okay. Before, before we leave, Brian, Jameson Williams, Sam Laporta. Man, you oh. are okay. So I have been re- <laughs> I have received one, two, three, four, five. I have I have Sam Laporta in two leagues. I have received a Sam Laporta offer by five different people in the last like eight hours. And That's I haven't, awesome. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> responded to like three of them. He looks good. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> See, but here I'm putting you on the spot, so you got to respond to me at least. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I, uh, I don't think I could, because one of the offers out there is for Sam Laporta for a dev, and I think really a, a high first is worth more than a. I'm putting Jameson Williams. In, let's say mid first for Jameson Williams. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's about his value. So I would choose the dev over that. Do I do I know who offered you that dev? I uh, someone in our league. You could probably figure that out. Okay, I think I do know. <laughs> I think we we talked about it. I think I do know who. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. 
Yeah. So, all right. So you, you guys are done with your trade talks now. I guess. I guess so. Okay. I can't well, be. I can't be at a diff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay. Caden, the uh, the trade master. We um. We had, this is pretty apt. We had multiple trade talks on this podcast with Caden on it. That's yes. pretty pretty perfect. Um, Caden, oh, we yeah. very we very much appreciate you coming on. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to like to say, like to share with us, with or with the uh, our many millions of listeners? <laughs> no, it's just been fun talking to you guys. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, and what I'm is lo- the Seminoles? Yeah. Or what is Chieftains? Chieftains? Go Chieftains. Chieftains. Go yeah, Chieftains. in the words yeah. of Coach O, go Chieftains. Yeah. All right. Here, here, hold on. All right. So <laughs> I uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm Logan. My co-host is Brian. Our guest today was Caden. Caden, you want to you wanna send us off with a nice little go Chieftains? Yeah, go Chieftains. <laughs> <laughs>